Hear ye, hear ye. The regular season is over. Cash game uh, king season is over. And we have now many more millionaires on behalf of Best Ball. We have two of them on the show with us today. Does that mean that you can expect the best type of best ball playoff analysis? Absolutely not. In fact, it will probably go off the rails like so much of the regular season has, but that's okay. It's a swole cast here on rudergrinders.com. Don't do me, bro. I'm begging you, don't do me, bro. It's the poop narrative. Kitchen's been waiting to say those words. No. The no. five no. years. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Swolecast. Boy, it is going to be a fun show. No Mr. Tuttle 05 on the show. That's not what's going to make it a fun show, though. It's just going to be fun because we have these other two guys on just a a star studded cast uh for those just now tuning in the swole cast um it's going to be an award-winning show and uh in the future but right now we have two guys on that are pretty much experts so let me get without further ado let me get to this um i'm soccer dave uh, former DraftKings pro, former best ball finalist uh, in 2021. Uh, also DraftKings best ball finalist 2023, 159th. Uh, also on the show, Peter Overzet. Uh, Peter, one of the noted entertainers in the industry, uh, coined the phrase, you have to stack in week 17. Uh, new dad. And just a, a great expert writes the uh, the newsletter for the Fantasy Life newsletter. Uh, we also have Pat Corain on. Pat Corain just won two million dollars uh, in the Underdog Best Ball BBM three championship. So ri- literally a millionaire right now. We're talking to him also on Roto World and NBC Sports. Chess Liam. Chess Liam won the Best Ball Mania um, 2, I believe. Former. Uh, that, was that, also, is, that is the math. Yeah. yeah. Two also, comes before three. High Beat stakes, this up. High stakes <laughs> stuff. And uh, one of the premier best ball guys in the industry. Uh, and Davis Somatic, newly married. So that will do it for. That was, the, is this a script? Is that, was that, that the whole bit? That, no, was, that, that, that was a long walk, step, man. Step <laughs> what? Um, I finished 69th in the FFPC main event. That's go. Should I, is that good enough to put in the bio? Is that funny enough? We need that. We need uh, to do the math on this. Good. Yeah, it's all right. What, what team was that, Davis? Was that the Silva team? No, uh, the Silva team would have had an insane playoffs, though. Uh, no, this was a team that I did uh, with a bunch of my gambling gambling buddies. We we've been rolling this. We've been rolling over free entries since 2018. Um, so one of these years. It's gonna. I think I was in that draft with you, Davis. 
You were. Right. So was some of the gambling and uh, some of the uh, Composite Kingdom bros. Uh, Andrew Hugo was in there. But yeah, you were in that one, Liam. You took Dalton Schultz in the fourth round. <laughs> That's not quite true. We took Dalton Schultz <laughs> in, the, in the sixth over Kittle when we already had Debo. And our team almost made it. It was a good team, but... Yeah, totally. How active? How active are you guys going to be uh, for like the Saturday, Sunday DraftKings slate, all the playoff best ball stuff? Like, are you as active as you have been in the past, or is anyone like taking a little bit of a rest? Peter, we'll start with you. Taking a rest? I mean, Davis and I uh, have no chance to take a rest. We're not millionaires. Yeah, we are. We are one point nine nine million dollars behind yeah. Packers. So you we want have a lot of ground to make up. Do you want to know how fucked up this shit is, Kitchen? Like, I'm looking at these top prize pools, and I'm like, 200000 I'm like, that's a tenth of what Pat won. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I can't even awesome. get excited to win the gauntlet, too, Kitchen. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, know, just... I know that Peter is feeling pressed because I woke up to a DM from him asking me if he wants to split an entry into the NFFC postseason hold'em. So we are going to see that Peter, that was an act of friendship. Okay. Peter, no, I look, I'm on the same wavelength as you. I'm gonna this is gonna be the most postseason contest I have ever entered because I cannot go through another fucking trip around this planet without winning something. Just something. It's getting so tilting at this point. Look what you did, Pat. Yeah. Uh, well, Pat, I mean, I feel like what about you? No, I'm not going to be uh, doing a ton of the <laughs> the DFS. I mean, I, I'm doing a lot of the FFPC playoff contest entries. I always like that contest, but I don't think I'm going to be doing a ton of uh, Saturday. How many is a lot? We have 75 on ship chasing, I think. And we'll probably fire a couple extra. Whoa. And, um, and, and you guys will probably win, and all the credit will go to Corrine and not to Peter, for sure. Someone will someone, – <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it should not go to me for the ffpc one i'll tell you that much I like when they, they the pat and friends when they enter stuff pete's like hey, you can just enter it for me right uh you can put, you can put it on the no no you gotta put it <laughs> on his account the, the key is to have it on your account no they're all on leone's and they're all titled etr dash sc1 etr dash sc2 so the branding's already unlocked yeah all right um uh, pat just real quick question what is like something that you have bought since winning two million dollars? Like of of notes, like you like one gift you've afforded yourself. Like yeah, this is what I want. One of last week, head, Pat like opened up a Sky Mall catalog like directly <laughs> after winning. He bought himself a cold plunge. Tub. Dave, you asked me this question too. After Pat answers, how about you tell us what you would buy? Because clearly that's what you're. I mean, I will tell you what I have bought in the past. Uh, I haven't bought anything yeah. so far. I mean, I've I've uh, I've ordered a few extra things on on my takeout orders that I might have done, but like uh, so far like I haven't what? bought. Like, anything. give us give us like the few extras that you maybe would have not done in the past that you are now. You know, you get the you get the guac and chips added on. <laughs> oh yeah, I can add the guac. I'm gonna add the guac. <laughs> Dave, he Dave, he he lives in New York City, so the guac and chips is like thirty seven dollars extra. I love it. <laughs> okay um yeah like i i think i've shared with people before like the first big win i got a pair of uggs the second big win i had i got a rower uh that was used maybe a dozen times uh but it was with good intent so um those are the like the the big gifts i afforded myself both on the opposite ends of the spectrum 
So uh, also, Pat, since winning the $2 million, last year, last offseason, uh, Liam went – he went into like the big boy leagues, the leagues that he would have not gone in previously. I want to know, are you – are are you going to uh, to step up your entry game in the off season and compete with Liam for high stakes king? Well, I already toppled him in one tournament and took his crown there. So you know, <laughs> I got to come for the five 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 crown. Now. Well, I, I'm glad we have all five here. So I, you know, had Pat on for five streams of Best Ball Mania, and mm-hmm. unquestionably, I think were those he the five some... days I couldn't make it, Liam? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you big trying me until the until the end. So you, that's why you didn't get any of the the luck, you know, rub off. So you know, I think Pat definitely learned how to win Best Ball Mania from my channel. <laughs> What's a fair percentage, Dave? Ten percent. Obviously, my tree gets residual. Mm. Yeah, I would say the fact that he that you could claim him maybe in your tree. Or <laughs> I just I discovered Pat Curry, or just latch Basically, on. W- it's a multi-level uh, marketing like pyramid scheme. So like all of it funnels up to the top to kitchen. So I get a cut below kitchen, and then Liam gets a cut below. I'm me. higher. I'm higher on Dave's tree than any Dave, of you chuckleheads. David, you're you're more of a shrub though, as it pertains to guy the best millionaires. <laughs> I mean, right. look, I I made a final in the Pomeranian. It's fine. Yeah, dude. How has kitchen gotten us to argue? Finals? We're now arguing about where we stand on his tree, whether or not we're in his tree. I mean, this, this, bring it this is how he wins. This is how yeah. he wins. He frames Jeff it. He frames checkered. it as a way for us to fight amongst ourselves. Okay, uh, let's talk about this weekend. Dave, your gain, your yeah, gain oh is goodness. out of control. Out of control. <laughs> and we're not talking about the Testing. games in the gym, Dave. <laughs> I know you guys are usually a Sunday show. Are, are we doing both slates? I assume. I we I think we talked about doing Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and then and then we can draft we can draft some mittens maybe. All right. I I drafted my first mitten today. You know I like to prepare for this show. So sure. um, <laughs> I would love to see the monstrosity you built with your first bullet. <laughs> I do. One of these Brock Purdy at pick twelve guys. I can tell. Yeah, it was a Brock yeah. Purdy on my team. He was the <laughs> first quarterback taken. Kitchen, so, I, I do have a I have a question for you. I mean, this yeah. is the first time since Overzet joined our crew that the Titans have not been in this this wild card weekend. I mean, what what are the emotions here not having King Henry as the most obvious week one fade? Like how is that how is that feeling? Like that early Saturday game, we are not gonna be forced to watch your Titans. How does that make you feel? I had mixed emotions. So a uh, little bit of just behind the scenes, uh, Dan invited me cal over his place he was wearing a full kirk jaguars jersey um and you know he was all about the jags i had mixed emotions like i don't i feel like cheering for your team to lose and not make the playoffs is a beta move but that's kind of how i felt because i knew there's no chance they're getting past the first round and i just want them to address some serious issues that they have uh, in the personnel department. So uh, I'm okay. I'm okay right now. I really am. And uh, <laughs> I, I hope the Jags die a slow death uh, in their game. I'm, they, I, I think, uh, I think the Jags can straight up beat the chargers to be honest. I don't, I don't even under- know if that's a hot take. Vegas. They're like two point favorites. 
Interesting. Uh, kitchen is is Dan a gracious winner? Was he rubbing it in your face? What's it like to sweat a game with Dan Bach? Yeah, Doesn't it was you okay. live in Jacksonville and you live in Tennessee. Like, did you no. fly there? He just moved uh, to, okay. yeah, to town. So um, he was okay. There was one instance where he started clapping in my face, and I said, "Dan, <laughs> don't be that guy." Uh, like after <laughs> you know, but other than that. He was he was fine. And, um, you know, he's got a, a kid in middle school and and he actually told Dan during the game he was a Titans fan. Um, and so I felt kind of bad for him because it was just literally Dan by himself cheering with all these other Titans fans. Wait, does that mean Dan's kid has been in Tennessee schools for like six months and already got converted yeah. to the local. Yeah. He got, he wow. just, he got, yeah. he just did not like that as a kid. I was does like, Derek, in the that much and, though. Does it take that much to convert uh, from Jaguars to, uh, you know, to the grit and culture of the Tennessee Titans? Probably not. That wasn't um, me. I was like, Trent Edwards is the savior of the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> he picked a, the wrong time to flip to flip sides there. That's for sure. I, well, I'm not going to tell him. I just welcomed him <laughs> with open arms. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's how I feel about this weekend slate. But I'm excited. Like the next two weeks, the next two weekends are going to be fun. And, um, you know, we'll be, I'll, I'll be definitely cheering on the hype. I don't, I just don't want any boring games. I don't want any blowout or blowouts. I want high scoring, fun games. Uh, Miami, no Miami Buffalo is going to be a, a, a read a book game. I think I, I don't, I'm not really that interested in watching like Devin Singletary and James Cook in the second half. Doesn't yeah. sound that fun. I will be Go with my bills on slots. Go Bills. Um, Kitchen, do you want me to do the overset overview? <laughs> yeah, there's not a graphic or video this week, though, Peter. Yeah. So do you, you just, you just got to yeah. go for it. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Peter Overzet with the Overzet's overview. Thank you. Um, I did prepare prepare a few comments here. Oh, thank you. Look at Sosa found the default StreamYard music uh, <laughs> settings. Congratulations. Sosa evolving as a producer in front of our eyes. Um, all right. Cash game week has come and gone. I won 66% of my head-to-heads, and I received messages from the other 34% on Twitter. <laughs> Davis and I had the same dusty-ass lineup with Albert O in it. At least we scored more points than Levitan, though. It's the uh, the small victories. In and out announced it would be opening up locations in Nashville. David Kitchen's diet has been postponed a decade. Uh, <laughs> Congrats to Evan Silva on hitting his long shot bet on Jamal Williams to the lead the league in TDs. If only we could see what other dog shit stuff he bet. <laughs> Playoff best ball contests are here, so we had to bring on a post-tax best ball millionaire as well as Liam Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> As for DFS, DraftKings has given us a handful of contests that feature the entire wildcard weekend slate with hundreds of dollars up top. <laughs> and because Liam is here, I don't have to break down the full slate since we know the answer to the test surely involves Jamison Crowder in onslaughting the Bills. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> All right. He literally just said Bills onslaught. So um... that's why when, when you guys start trampling yeah. over my jokes, I know it's time to do the over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so any hot takes for this weekend, uh, Patrick? Um, 
Any hot takes? I don't, what about Seattle? Seattle live against 49ers. That's a that's a hot take. I think they are. Like, I, is it going to be shocking if Brock Purdy throws two picks, three picks, and they get bounced? That's that that is the scenario in which Brock Purdy like beca- like uh, gets like really overwhelmed and plays like C.J. Beathard is is how they lose. I think that's probably not live to happen against the Seahawks because their defense is so bad. Oh, their pass rush is good, but the secondary is so brutal. I think that's probably much more live. Like the Giants like randomly beating them or something like that feels way more live to me than the Seahawks doing it. Ken Walker rips off a couple touchdowns. DK Metcalf shrugs off a guy. They love Sure. I mean, I I'm, I'm selling you're you're look, you're I'm already uh very anti Shanahan, so you're you're selling me on it right now. My take is that the spreads for the Seahawks 49ers game and the Ravens Bengals game should be flipped. Like the Bengals should be 10 point favorites and the Niners should be seven point favorites. You feel that way that Lamar plays? Lamar's not playing. Lamar's not playing. 100%. Hey, Lamar's not playing. Like 99. I don't know. Pat, tell him. He's not playing. He's dealing with significant (laughs) swelling in his knee. You heard it. You heard it from a best ball millionaire who's still grinding out Roto World blurbs. <laughs> they got him under contract for decades. <laughs> yeah, uh, you gotta. I gotta. A lot of this money is going to to a lawyer to review this contract. I signed. <laughs> yeah, he's he's. Well, you got in contact with Denny's lawyers who were already the best in the business. Denny's lawyers are not good, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we want to do do we want to do Saturday slate first, uh, or or full or or multi weekend slate, or do we let's just, just do multi weekend of... slate? Like Pete said, there's dozens of dollars up top, so let's uh, let's see what we got. A hundred k up top for a two day slate is actually pretty generous from from DraftKings.com. I I, I was surprised to see hundred k. Hundred k doesn't make it move anymore, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, we're doing the best we can, buddy. We can, we. I don't think we're gonna make it all back in one trade. It might be like a three trade type thing. We need another Top Shot bull run. <laughs> hey, how many? How many inch? <laughs> That would that would also be good for me though, but <laughs> we all co-own a dusty Zion. Yeah. And he just got hurt again. God. How many entries were in the uh underdog uh, uh, BBM three? Like four hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah. yeah. I think four hundred and fifty three thousand. That is crazy. Yeah. I know like the um the DraftKings was like, I think four hundred thousand or three hundred fifty thousand. No, no. DraftKings was, like was eight hundred. No, it was like eight hundred and sixty thousand. And that's why Kitchen. I think you making it to the finals of that is, it, is arguably more impressive than Pat winning like, BBM. I yeah, was. For, I, this yeah. is what the angle was going for. Like, if you take the percentage, the ratio. And I had a shot too. How did you finish to, in that? Uh, like a hundred and fiftieth. Basically, no Mike Evans, no money. Um. So I didn't have. Okay, I got I, I I got a I got a real football question because people are pretty split on this. The Cowboys Buccaneers game. Everyone's got the, the the dueling takes on this. The Cowboys always lose in the playoffs. Brady always owns in the playoffs. Brady has never lost to the Cowboys in like his ninety-seven year career. But just via every objective metric, the Cowboys are a better team. Um, I, I I think this is the hardest one to solve for the mitten, for these playoff contests. I I think figuring this game out, honestly, I think if you just took a stance and didn't try and middle it, I think so many teams are like going to middle it where they're going to like soft fade these teams and not take a really hard stance. I I, I want, I want takes. My take is that 
everyone like the narratives like this is what always happens in the past are generally fish narratives and you know i think the cowboys could just blow them out am i going to take some bucks in the mitten contest just because they're cheap and you can backstack them yes but i think everyone's getting afraid of the cowboys they're getting back three starters they're getting back their center they're getting back vanderesh on at linebacker and someone else and I think the Cowboys are going to be fine and win this game, and they are comfortably top six to win the Super Bowl at six. I agree with yeah. Davis's take that the the field, at least in terms of like the FFPC contest, is probably going to under pick the game, um, and that could be an edge of just like you know making sure you're not playing it on both sides. Man, yeah, um, that was a bad game by him. Uh, last week. Can I just throw in one little, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I was shocked. I did some digging into rankings for next year. Tony Pollard's ranking for next year shocked me. Like where people have him. Well, the market, the market, what does digging in entail, Kitchen? How long did you yeah, spend like, on this? Like <laughs> typing he, he in Google, Google yeah. and then clicking uh, the links? Yeah, yeah he went <laughs> to like he you went visited to one website. <laughs> he went to 2023 <laughs> Fantasy Pros Expert Consensus rankings. No, I didn't, it wasn't even Fantasy Pros. It was probably some SEO farm. But uh, no, I, I looked at <laughs> a few sites, including um, PFF, you know, whatever is free, whatever is out there, I looked at. Where would you guess that Pollard is is being ranked for next year? Like back end of the second round? Yeah, that's where yeah. I have him. Yeah, too. top 30. Like anywhere from 12 to 17 is where I saw. He, I mean, he could, isn't he a free, free agent, agent though, right? He could yeah, he's be a free a, agent. That's, I mean, that's he, why. Yeah. He's, he's an unrestricted free agent, and there is a punitive but not franchise-altering out in Ezekiel Elliott's contract as well. It's It's still big. But it's not, um, it's not like, uh, like you know, trying to get rid of Deshaun Jackson's contract or whatever. Like he would be, um, ten million dollars dead against the cap, which is like teams eat ten million dollars against the cap all the time in the NFL. If and Kellen like- Moore, Kellen Moore is getting the the a worrying thing maybe is that Kellen Moore is getting head coaching interviews this offseason again. Yeah, although if they were to get rid of Zeke. And have Pollard installed as a lead back. I guess I wouldn't be so concerned about how sharp the offense is. True. Yeah. Who cares? Right. Yeah. yeah. How annoying is it going to be then when Malik Davis then becomes our the next thorn in the side? It's like Malik Davis is getting nine and a half touches per game, and we're like, Jesus Christ! He looks this good. Is, this is Ben Tate. This is just Ben Tate all over again. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's briefly talk about quarterbacks any other quarterback other than josh allen that you guys like this weekend and i really i really like lawrence 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 like doubles with like a josh palmer bring back just feels like that's gonna win someone hundreds and hundreds of dollars i mean you gotta roll out some danny dimes and some burrow mm. yeah i was gonna I ask don't, i don't know about i don't know about burrow how much are the ravens gonna i mean are we just gonna see basically a repeat of the game we just saw where they're not forced to throw the ball they could score 30 at half, like if Jamar That's true. A couple. Well, with the limited field size, too, you kind of want everyone to be thinking like Davis is thinking right now. Just like, you know, it's not going to happen, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it was about- like Burrow's two worst EPA games against the Ravens, too. People, like I saw that on Twitter. 
Well, so what about what about Herbert? I mean, I know like that's not going to be as popular, but you've got uh, a really bad Jacksonville pass defense, really bad. And I mean, if Williams isn't one hundred percent, we're I mean that's a pretty easy stack with Keenan. Do, you, Do you I actually think, think Williams is... being out would make Herbert more popular because yeah, Herbert probably. Palmer is so cheap? Well, what do you guys think the order is just for the Saturday slate, the ownership of the quarterbacks? Who's going to be second? Who's going to be third? Who's going to be first between the big three? Not Aren't there two games on the Saturday slate? Yeah, yeah but like, who's going to be – Who? what's the order of – Oh, I see what you're saying. Like who is first between Lawrence, Herbert, Purdy? Because like obviously in the playoff drafts, People are falling over themselves to select Purdy, but are they going to treat him like that? In a it'll be month? it'll be Herbert Lawrence Purdy Gino with Gino making up like way less than twenty five percent of that. Gino making up like ten to fourteen percent of that. I'm just not sure Purdy will be third though. Interesting. You you think you think Purdy over Lawrence? Well, I mean, everyone's so cheap. Lawrence and Purdy are the same price pretty much. And Herbert's a thousand dollars more. So if people are taking CMC, Kittle, Debo, they're probably going to throw on Purdy. Yeah. yeah. Although I think people, the, you know, they like to look at those spreads and then just play like the game script that they like. And so you're going to see a ton of CMC. You're going to see some Eli Mitchell and people are going to want to play the closer spreads as the shootout. So you're going to see a lot of Herbert, a lot of Lawrence. And then we haven't mentioned them yet, but like on the full six or three day slate, I mean, Cousins and Daniel Jones in the dome there, both bad yeah. defenses. Like, that game could get nutty. Like, if one game is, like, 40 to 34, it's definitely that game. That yeah, seems, Cousins is kind of interesting. Right. And, and right. you know, everyone's most recent memory is uh, of Justin Jefferson costing them a theoretical million. You know, everyone who had Justin Jefferson in the best ball finals is like, he, he, he sucked. He sucked. He's no good. I don't want him anymore. I'm playing... I'm playing KJ Osborne and and TJ Hawkinson in my Viking stacks. Are you guys fading Hawkinson on the Sunday slate just because his last time against the Giants he scored 40 points? Like, is he going to be over jammed? I, I don't. I don't. I, I honestly don't think the field conceives of things that way. I, I I agree, and also people have just been skeptical of Hawkinson for a really long time. Even when things set up well for him on paper this year, heading the choices in. are likely Knox, Hawkinson, Andrews. Maybe I, I think I think yeah. you, you see Andrews get pumped up at fifty two hundred, even with even with like Anthony Brown or whatever a quarterback. Hmm. Okay, let's make a let's play. make a lineup. Let's make you a could, lineup. You could and... see a lot of Cousins doubles with Hawk. Uh, Peter, Which later are we making this for? Last yeah. question before we make this: uh, Is Miami pieces dead with Skylar Thompson at quarterback? Yes. I think Tyreek Tyreek becomes like a, a multi generational leverage play that will return zero dollars in this lifetime. But you can tell yourself going to bed that night at least you made like a, a good Sklansky play. What about or Jeff maybe, Wilson? Honestly, with no Mostert, I, I, I think I, I think he's the guy who ends up getting played a lot actually. Hmm. Especially because the last time the Bills played the Dolphins, they like were like run on us. Like we're not letting you beat us with Tyreek. They bracketed Tyreek and they put Trey White on Waddle, who's not fast enough for Waddle. We do Fair have enough. a five k five k Guinness time challenge Saturday through Monday free wall free roll because DraftKings just is always giving back to us the users. I mean, how do we how do we not jam that in? Let's jam it. So this is the uh, six game slate. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, let's do it. It's going to be amazing to see all my lineups that are dead because I missed someone gnarly on Saturday and just have that sitting in my contest for 72 hours. Like, that's going to be really special. <laughs> what do you guys think is more likely to win? A, like, 1% or lower owned player being on the winning team? So, like, this is, like, a Quentin Morris or, like, the backup tight end of the Dolphins something like that, or just playing like a lower-owned teams, a la the Seahawks, a la... Lower-owned teams, way more likely. Well, the six-game slate, yeah. Like a two-game slate, you're going to have to get a little crazy. I don't know. Yeah. We saw Jack Doyle do it that one year in the playoff challenge even. Oh, don't uh, don't, don't remind me of uh, continually mm. playing Naheem Hines in those tournaments and him never, ever, 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 ever getting there when the Colts would get shelled in those games. Oh, Hines builds I- D-stacks. I want to say it was like the Cowboys and Colts game. I forget where they called Amari Cooper out and he was in. It was something to that effect. Um, Are you talking about the Dez caught it game? No, it wasn't Dez. This is after Dez. But um, eight, I remember... eight year anniversary of, of that. Uh, no call. Oof. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> let's do the six game slate. And. We'll let the um, best ball millionaire make the first pick. Go oh, ahead, sorry. Uh, say, we uh, can't let Liam go because he's multi- two nine of the slots. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should clarify. The best buy multi-millionaire uh, make the first pick. I'm north of one. <laughs> <laughs> you are north of one. That's right. Live, live winnings. Check his Hendon mob, bro. <laughs> uh, so I've, I'll go with the guy that I feel like I thought would be really popular in all these contests. And then maybe I've just like, way overconfident in but i'll go travis Etienne, who i think is in a pretty nice spot but i feel like maybe the field isn't as into him as i thought they would be so i um, i had the same thought pat is he just immediately jumped out to me in all these contests as like the dude because the chargers stink do we care that he doesn't catch passes not not in this matchup do we care that kenneth walker doesn't catch passes he just he just gets it bro (laughs) we'll say that uh, rg's highest uh rg value projected running back is travis Etienne. so there you go company man pete knows company some grinders man. are out of the lobbies right now he's trying he's trying to yeah pete I'm, I'm coming after you right pete's now. drafting a mitten right now <laughs> come on snitches get stitches Chad, oh my gosh you have a problem pete if you are still drafting like well, here's I know the thing. we get on Davis a lot uh, and Tuttle for the, but this is this is up there. Well, the, I'm the, a as a as a stockholder and underdog. Yeah. I'm trying to keep money in the ecosystem because Pat just yanked two million dollars off the site. <laughs> so some of us need to keep the liquidity up. Pat, did you withdraw yeah. all two? You didn't leave like ten. I, with, I withdrew all two. Yeah. Oh wow. my gosh! You did it. <laughs> didn't leave anything for the playoff contest. Are you literally yeah, it was dollars so in your account. It now? was too because they asked you how much, and it was just too tempting to just say two million dollars. <laughs> I, I agree. Like I I agree with Pat. I you I just, you're gonna be you depositing. Wanna... Like I will. I will be depositing. <laughs> but 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 the two mil withdrawal felt worth the later deposits. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it, but how good would it feel to just withdraw like? One million nine hundred and ninety thousand dollars, and still have That's like good. ten thousand dollars, like on the site. Hey, hey, Dave, not, not as good as not as good as uh, withdrawing two million dollars. I bet. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Got to get those uh, those deposit rewards. 
Pat's so not going to deposit until they Jack offer him be... some sort of uh, some sort of deal. Yeah, he's going to DM. He's going to DM Rudman and be like, "Hey, dude, can I get a deposit bonus? You know, BBM three BBM three champ deposit bonus. First time depositor, I swear." <laughs> so we have uh, <laughs> we have ETN, and then um, I will let you in between picks. I'll let you make a pick, uh, Peter. Thank you. Uh, best ball millionaire sandwich. Let's do, let's do the Hawkinson thing. If the take is he's not going to be jammed, let's play some Hawk. I'm guessing Chargers Jags will be the most stacked for the six game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And it's like not that much better of a game environment than really a lot of the other games, in my opinion. Okay, Liam, who are you going with? Josh Allen. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> boy. QB one. Where do you get your ideas? <laughs> you old dog, new tricks okay uh davis you want to stack josh allen with anybody by the way that gave davis drop touchdown like 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 that cost me so like i would have won some contests i think and i was like gabe your loyalist supporter you do this too i think week? the whole gabe davis thing costs you more credibility than than money as far as value goes well no I mean, you were quote tweeting people earlier saying, who are they? Who are they? Who are the Gabe Davis Dave, as haters? Pat would teach you, you want to be targeting these boom bust guys yeah. in contests, even at expensive costs. Like Jacoby Myers? Like Jacoby <laughs> Myers. No, but that, you can't be drafting Jacoby Myers. You just can't do it. That is different. That was bad structure by Pat, and you got lucky on that. Right. <laughs> he just got he just got lucky, bro. Um, uh, I, Davis is drafting a mitten draft as well. I'm not gonna get out worse, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have to um, say I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tyreek. I'm gonna take Tyreek. Nice. I love uh, that. Okay. I was he is the one guy who's like quarterback proof, but it feels like the Bills will be like beat us any other way. Okay, but yeah, but Tyreek Hill is gonna be two percent owned, so I, I'm gonna take that. No, no, I'll play some Tyreek too. Okay, so um, it's me. I like to typically pair my quarterbacks. Uh, Diggs seems like the guy, but let's go with um, let's go with someone else and try to win it all. Isaiah McKenzie, James Cook. Let's go with let's go with Gabe Davis. Okay, both okay. Gabe Davis. I like it. Guys, we got through a kitchen pick without him completely ruining it. I think we're just we are just running hot here. Davis, uh, Pat, down to you. I know you're on a mitten draft or something. I'm yeah, not. No, Pat, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking up robust. Rob- he doesn't RB have enough Trump money in his account to draft. <laughs> <He's deposited>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robin, Pat, uh, Pat said this lineup doesn't have enough running backs, so I expect him to remedy that with this pick. Uh, I got his own running back. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna snipe Liam here. I'm gonna go James Cook. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, what I was gonna do. Perfect. Yeah. I think the right. Bills have been saving James Cook for the playoffs. Singletary's fumble last game solidified it for them. I think we were gonna see it in the Bengals game, but Cook is RB one of the Bills. The year the year is twenty twenty five. James Cook is on the last year of his rookie deal, and Liam is going to be talking about how Devin Singletary is going to be benched anytime now, and James Cook is really going to finally be unleashed in the second half of the season. Singletary's not even going to be with the Bills next year, I don't think. 
Yeah, he's a he's an unrestricted free agent. (laughs) I bet I bet I bet they McKinnon it, and I bet he gets no offers, and he gets invited to Josh Allen's offseason wedding, and he ends up back on the team. But James Cook is McKinnon for the Bills. Could be. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. Peter, you're up. Let's play this as Jags smash the Chargers, and let's do Jags D. I love it. That's fun. Damn, Jags D is actually a great pick because even in even in a win, Herbert probably throws two picks. Okay, Let's so we've got to throw uh, Knox into the flex. Oh, God, jeez, that, that's the most Liam pick I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, 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 where do you get your ideas, dude? <laughs> Overstacking a team is one way to get unique. Okay, so uh, Davis, we have sixty five hundred left for a wide receiver. 6,500 left for a wide receiver. So, you know, Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf. I think think we are non-chalky enough here to just take Godwin, who I think is going to be super popular in this. Like, people love Godwin. I would say say if this lineup was chalkier, you would want to do Metcalf, probably. This is a nice team. Yeah. It is. It's not bad, for sure. It's pleasant. (laughs) How... How many showdowns are you going to do, Davis? You going to do a showdown for every every playoff slate? Yeah, you're sick. Okay. Um, all right, Pete, how's your main team work out? Yeah, uh, I've been experimenting with some chief builds and then onslaughting the Seahawks at the end. Um, it's going good. We're in a good place right now. How much? Okay, this is just coming from someone who. You know me, I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've just done one mitten draft. Tell us your How, team. That, I, don't, I don't even, I didn't even finish it because I had to like get all the setup <laughs> stuff in this bonus room. So I don't even know who is left on the, on. No, oh, show yeah, us the team. Auto down. <laughs> I, I demand you show us this team right now. The people well, need some comedy in their lives. My phone is. <laughs> My camera, so let me try to pull up the uh, the website. Oh, my God. Wait, underdog.com doesn't work? And it's underdog fantasy. Got it. Oh. All right. But anyways, how much does draft order affect things? Like, are you just screwed if you get uh, a different No, team? but there are just some teams you don't have access to if you're drafting out of a certain slot because there are four quarterbacks that go in the first six picks. So so your draft slot does determine what you're going to be doing. Okay. Uh, so what is your preferred draft spot then? Is it one? Because oh, for, for just me, set the one. scene, Peter, set the scene for how the mitten works. Because like I didn't even know that it was six, just six players in a mitten. six drafters yeah uh so they've had a bunch of these playoff contests that all have relatively the same format but this uh latest mitten top uh two advance instead of the top one which actually opens you up to more bi-week type builds that would probably be dead in uh one out of six advancing and then the puzzle is it's not cumulative scoring it's basically an uncorrelated tournament each round so you're trying to one advance out of the wild card weekend out of the divisional out of the conference championship while still having enough ammo to get together a five-man starting roster for the super bowl uh i think is the the best description of it that was a good description okay but so, kitchen, uh... stop just read the team we need it 
Yeah, I'm trying to to pull it up now. So let me see. What are if we I can... What are we making? What are we making the odds that Kitchen has both an intact wild card round lineup and an intact oh, five man zero percent? Quickly realized after I drafted it that um, that maybe I should have checked on correlation uh, before I entered the draft. But some people learn it's by the immersion. Thing you do is you read the rules That's of true. the contest you're playing. Little trick of the trade. Lear immersion, immersion learning. I love, I love Dave's, I love Dave's immersion learning um, thought process. So, uh, I what's what's my favorite draft slot is three because you can get Mahomes and you don't get shut out uh, if you're if you happen to be in one of these rooms that is a Brock Purdy twelfth overall type room. You don't get shut out. You can be like, all right, well, I guess I got to take Kirk Cousins at thirty or whatever. Like you, you just can you you can figure out your week one quarterback that way. Davis, oh let me ask God. you guys, what is this? It's already. You, I, I told you, I, this I, is I, like I see four. I see four players all on a different team in, in this. Moment. This is impossible, Davis. <laughs> Davis, do you think this year's Chiefs are better with the better O line, or last year's Chiefs are better with Tyreek? Last year's think, Chiefs are better. Yeah, I think that I think this year's Chiefs are worse than the Bengals and the Bills. Uh, I'm in this with a bunch of badge bros, and uh, they just completely took advantage of me. I feel like read off the team kitchen and got to talk okay. us through your thought. Process. They took advantage of him. <laughs> just Steph Diggs at four. Uh, you know, bringing it around back around with Travis Kelsey. He Perfect. took Brock Purdy in the third unstack. <laughs> I didn't know how quickly the quarterbacks go, so I picked Purdy um, and then paired him with Brandon Ayuk. Figured it was good to get some running back, so then went with uh, Pollard. Would you both pick one player from every yeah, you, kitchen? You did that, and you, they were like, good on San Francisco. Don't you have a four-man roster if it's Chiefs, Niners, so that's maybe live. What if this is the life you need, though? Like, you guys don't know. What's my mantra? Live a little. little. This is living too much, Dave. (laughs) People, Lunchable Connoisseur, do they not remember who is the BBM3 finalist? It was actually DraftKings finalist uh, out of 800,000 entries, 159th. But, um, yeah, this is is my team. It's a learning experience. I didn't know. I didn't know. So... This is, you know, you're kind of learning on the fly. And now I do know that you want to pair. You want to make sure you have a quarterback in each playoff round. So, um, so yes. yeah, roast my team. But uh, we learned a lot, and that's it's, all that matters. It's honestly like the worst possible team you could draft. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not string, like not string from ADP and just picking like who is available roughly. This is actually the worst thing you could because it's not even a team that could get its money back for sure in the, in, in round dead. one because because it's got bye week guys too like you just you have a four man team for also Ravens now so <laughs> thank you see I feel like Liam is the one that's kind of looking at the bright side yeah I'm an optimist glass half full so I appreciate that um so tell me. <laughs> Tell me what I should have done here then. All right, we'll scroll up to the top. David, you're you're trying to draft a five-man Super Bowl team of the teams in, in a given draft that you think is most likely. So you want to have five available players for an AFC-NFC Super Bowl matchup. 
Got it. So typically with Diggs, you would probably instead of taking Kelsey, unless you're going to onslaught, you take team, an NFC player. Yeah, like Kittle. Take a, to set up Kittle, the take stack a Jefferson, take a CD Lamb. Um, Got it. And so, do you want your quarterbacks to be one AFC, one NFC? You don't need sort, to. Sort of, sort of depends on the bracket. Um, like for example, you, if you took Burrow, you would not want to be taking any Bills. But I actually think you could take, for example, you could take Mahomes and who would be? Uh, I get. I mean, they're not going to win, but theoretically, it would be you. You could take Lamar Jackson if you thought he was going to play or whatever. Um, you, you, you just wouldn't want them to meet until the conference championship for expected points, probably. Peter, how important is the quarterback position with well, these mittens? I, I'm if I reach for Brock Purdy there, I'm playing the Niners to the Super Bowl and assuming that Brock Purdy plays well, and I'm not drafting Justin Herbert, and I'm certainly not drafting Justin Herbert without any other Chargers uh, on. Well, his that, team again, that after team. that, after that, I was. So I also had to <laughs> like make rankings for this because in Tennessee like you have answer. to you have to create rankings otherwise you can't enter a contest so mm-hmm. that was a whole other step i was not expecting anticipating so um i'm know. pretty sure kitchen just for that you can just import the default and then like move one thing around and then it counts as your rankings well anyways learning but i do experience. like the idea of you handcrafting your entire <laughs> rankings to the playoffs Ar- Ar- artisanal artisanal bespoke playoff best ball rankings by soccer <laughs> Dave. he's gonna auto draft 150 he doesn't have time for this yeah. truly bespoke because they serve one man <laughs> you guys don't understand though i'm a man of the people uh this this doesn't just happen to me i guarantee you someone who enters a draft unprepared this happens to them as well I am just merely a tool and a vessel for those people so that they can see some of the mistakes I've made and learn from them. And I'm willing to take on that $5 in negative EV. So to be clear, your plan is to go into things unprepared as a way of helping the people. I as wanted a tool to or underst- vessel, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to understand what the mitten was um you, you just asked me what the rules That's were the entire you had to experience it first i had to experience it like no i wasn't asking uh, peter i was asking you for the people um <laughs> so i i have it you know i, I get it so remove dave criticism from your point of view yeah, if you and if everyone would just go ahead and like and subscribe and to get more um you know just expert slash just regular Joe analysis. A lot of people just on the shows, they just all claim to be experts. Me, I don't claim always to be an expert. In <laughs> fact, I always like to say I, I'm always learning. I'm continuing to evolve. What about when you mentioned your DK Pro? Yeah. Well, that was something I was an expert in, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. I wanted to give a shout out to some of the people um, that that get it. Ross Torgerson says, um, this was from one, I guess, last Swolecast video. I enjoy the entertainment factor this show provides. If I wanted to watch horrible, dry fantasy and, uh, content, I would head over to uh, Redacted Other Fantasy. <laughs> I, didn't, didn't I read that. the comment. 
<laughs> it rhymes with romantic, though. Um, I enjoy Davis's insight, but his bitterness with Dave's lack of effort on a weekly basis is entertaining to me and is a great ongoing bit that I enjoy way more. There's plenty of hardo DFS content on YouTube, which makes me appreciate the swell cast that much more. Four dudes just having a good time, making fun of each other, and talking a little DFS is what we need more of, IMO. Keep up the great work, fellas, especially Soccer Dave. Yeah, so, I heard that in Biden's speech, actually. He was like, <laughs> you know what America needs more of? Some I love how you clip this, content. Kitchen. Yeah. To use this as a shield when we were ganging up on you too much at a point in the show, you're like, wait, let me read this flattering review. Yeah, I had the flattering review pulled up. I was just finding, uh, wanted to find a point to put it in the show. All right. Uh, any other mitten slash playoff best ball takes that you guys like? What are the most stacked teams that you have at the moment, Patrick? I bet you could guess for every single one of us. I have a lot of Dallas stuff early. I was going to uh, guess Dallas for you. I was going to guess yeah. Bills for yeah. um, for Liam. I was going to guess Chiefs for Davis. And I was, I didn't have a guess for Pete, but if I had to guess, I would guess perfectly balanced exposures across all the teams. Wow. Where, where do all four of us individually That's get our ideas? A little Pete. <laughs> yeah. If I had to guess on Pete, it would be uh, something like uh, Bengals or something, something kind of out of the ordinary. I do have a lot of Bengals. That's actually a pretty good, pretty good guess, Dave. Okay. All right, so what about like hot takes for stacks? If you could give me a piece of advice for who to stack, what's the top stack I need to look at? Three or top six. correlation. Bills Mafia. Okay. The Bills, the Bills are so hard to stack because you can't get their two best players together ever. And it doesn't really yeah. make sense why that is. Like, why do people just give Chase Burrow? They're like, yeah, okay, Chase Burrow, you can have that. When the Bengals are just as likely to go to the Super Bowl and are going to play, it's probably games. people like me who are that guy who drafted Josh Allen thought he was going to get digs, um, and you know not not happening because I don't I don't know the whole correlation of things. My advice would be the market is just where the players are listed, and it's okay to just reach and grab players for your stacks, and you should be doing that. Yeah. Kitchen, this format is actually good for you because you can live a little. You can throw ADP out. You just need to be concentrated yeah. on a couple of teams. I was going to ask Davis, as far as his drafting strategy, we know that he's kind of come around to the live a little uh, strategy for 2023. I was going to ask him if he's already started kind of toying with that with some of these drafts. No. I I'm drafting I'm drafting five man stacks of the three good AFC teams because I think the field is chasing their tail a little bit with the Chargers and the Jaguars and these I, I think there are only three teams I, I think a, a, a an AFC pick where you're not trying to make up for a bye week that's not a Bengal chief or a Charger I, I think is basically drawing dead to make the Super Bowl but are you reaching in any rounds on any players above ADP yes all okay. to, to get to get the stacks you have there you to go. that was my whole point and the 2022 off season how so, are you building your chief stuff davis are you how are you feeling that bye week uh honestly a lot of buccaneers a lot of a lot of uh godwin brady for net at the end to just to get just to get those week one points that the the needle that is the hardest to thread and actually 
a team that I think if you did 150 of these in a really thoughtful way is figuring out a five-man Eagles-Chiefs team where you're starting with Mahomes or with Eagles where you get enough points week one to advance. Because, like, that is what – I mean, if you add up the equities of the Chiefs and the Eagles to win their conferences, it's, like, 30-ish percent of the outcomes or whatever. Like, it's huge. But it's so hard to get those – you don't even draft together if it's, if it's Eagles Chiefs. You could probably win with four man, or it could be like there's plenty of iterations of the playoff contests where no one's fielding a full team come the Super Bowl, and it's like random three v threes. It's like my Tony and Pacheco versus your McKinnon and MBS. Like that's a, a total viable outcome. Okay, hmm. <clears throat> hold on. It's time for close your eyes, Peter. Mm. This is gonna be and hard Pat- with this mitten draft. Um <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick, close your close your eyes. Okay, are you ready? We know that there are thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of these best ball teams, and you have to get super unique to win some of these tournaments. That means big time drafts or big time reaches in these drafts. I want you to imagine a quarterback that was 28 for 43, 373 yards, three tutties, just one interception, and a touchdown catch in his game in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. Do you know who that person is? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's Nick Foles. It's Nick Foles. Mm. So here's my question. Here's my question. 150 lineups. How many lineups do you draft Gardner Minshew? Whoa. Nick Foles was the starter heading into the playoffs. So I have to have my It doesn't eyes matter. Down. Still the same premise. Close your eyes, Pat. Wentz, it's not the same premise. Wentz tore, <laughs> Wentz tore his ACL in the regular season. Close your eyes. My eyes are closed. Pat, the same premise is that a backup comes in to lead his team to a Super Bowl. How much of this backup quarterback that is actually viable do you want to have in 150 lineups? The only team I would say you could do it for is maybe the Niners, where they have a quarterback-proof offense. Gardner Minshew could be the guy. Or the the Eagles, too, yeah. Gardner Minshew and whoever the Niners' backup is, too. Peter? Zero percent. (laughs) Best part of that was Peter... Attempting to look like he was closing his eyes and yeah. definitely looking at his eyes to see his screen. Davis, I know that you're at least somewhat intrigued by this theory. It's not full siege, but it's just like a little sprinkle of siege to win one of these best ball contests. Well, the problem they're, is... See, they're not big of- enough. These these tournaments are not big enough to do that. Maybe if it was... No, it's it's big enough. It's just the problem is, like, let's say it's Bills, Eagles. Okay, and you have Gardner Minshew. Congrats. You lost to Josh Allen. That's what people thought about Nick Foles to Tom Brady, who was in his GOAT period of, like, season. So, I mean... Tom Brady is not Josh Allen. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen's floor is like... So, like Josh Allen's had some, ba- some bad losses. The The point still remains. That is for fantasy points. Let's make, a, let's make a real point to what Dave's saying here. Uh, there, the thing about these contests is I would much rather play a team 
that people don't think is going to go far, that has legitimate fantasy studs, say like the Seahawks, I would rather play them as a contrarian angle knowing if they win games, Kenneth Walker, or DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett are going to put up massive points. Geno Smith too. I'd rather play that outcome. Can we bank this year's Bengals or whatever that people don't see coming as opposed to being like, I want to take the super thin guy on the Eagles or the Chiefs. Like, I don't want to take Justin Watson in my draft. Sorry, Davis. I mean, I'd rather be betting. That's on because some of Noah. That's that because own. Noah Gray is the tenth round chief. That you need. <laughs> but that's my point. Like, it's so much. The odds of those guys helping you, I think, are even less. No, than Noah Gray. Noah no Gray. Like two catches for eleven yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He's going to be the guy you need to win thirty-five thousand dollars and get one percent of the way to catching up with Packer. And what did you say, uh, Liam? I think the fields thinks similarly to you and we should be trying to do things the not field. in the drafts no way like, well, like slaves to their stacks like, and they're like not. i think the, i think the seahawks get drafted at a infinitely higher clip than uh gardner Minshew or well, jimmy g yeah well yeah sure, but yeah. i mean but what are your odds of advancing point. you have to advance every week you have to get the team through I mean, your odds of with, advancing with, with eating a zero issue. with with yeah. giving up with giving up a a roster spot to the field. And in Gardner Minshew's case, he also has a bye week, so you're it's a zero, then a zero the next week. So you're eating two zeros. I just think your chances. You don't of know that him. though. You don't know that something could happen to Hertz in practice. <laughs> what are you? Something saying? that happens to Hertz in the game. That's the whole point. Is you were drafting? You never. Not, I, I, like, I realized Henny. I'm not saying it's like draft chat Henny. I'm thinking of guys that can legit put up numbers like like a Minshew. I will say you are directionally accurate to want Thank low you. owned players. Thank you. And Thank you. How you achieve getting low owned players to the Super Bowl is a task we all try to figure out on our own. I just want to know if the backup strategy was any sort of was was viable. I have with seen these Jimmy contests. G taken in one draft, and it was a there Brock Purdy Jimmy G combo. I'd see that seems way that seems like something I can actually see happen without an injury where they're just like Jimmy's our dude, he's back, he's healthy, like let's do it. I think he's worse than Purdy, but think about it this way though, too. So, like one other way I think about like I'll take Alexander Madison, I'll take Samaj P. Ryan being like, what if you know Dalvin Cook gets hurt in the first quarter or whatever? I don't think the Vikings are any you know worse for the wear with Madison. Same with the Bengals. If Mixon goes down, I think they're fine with P. Ryan. But if you remove like you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, or you remove, not only are you trying to hit the parlay of Hurts getting you to where you need to go and then getting hurt at the right time to have the backup, but then you're getting a huge hit to the team. In the same way, if Eckler goes down, I don't want to take Josh Kelly on drafts. Like, the Chargers are toast if uh, if Eckler goes down. So that that's just kind of how I think about it. Okay. All right. I think that will uh, will do it for the show. We appreciate um, the millionaires coming on. And, and not just talking about best ball, but the, you guys talked about, you know, just overall playoffs, who you guys liked, and DFS. Like, I feel like you guys were pretty well-rounded. A general wisdom show. Eh, fit in great with the show, I feel like. Um, I appreciate it. And, you know, I was on this summer. You guys really lit the fire when you were asking me if I, you know, needed to maybe make a live final to be on to be on the show you know that yeah. fit in and the first person i, I shouted out thank you I you know i need motivation times. it really helped remember remember the the bit where david like looked up obscure nfl draft players and was like crane <laughs> you don't know you don't know about this third round offensive lineman <laughs> it was one of my favorite bits of all time <laughs> it's just come it on it was one of my favorite bits because david did something before the beginning of the program <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no heads up on my end, by the way. I come on to, to like talk prospects. That's, that's the whole yeah, thesis of it the show. It was amazing. At 3.30, exclusive interview with Pat Corrine, his first show since winning exclusive. on my channel. <laughs> okay. That's my this is why you don't get paid, uh, <laughs> Liam, because you get Dan to- just blocked me. I, s- I sent him my time card, and he just blocked me. He should. He should. We're, it takes um, a, a military act to get Davis to turn in his time card. So uh, that's not even true, bro. That's not I pulled the Davis last month. I had to get prompted to submit my, uh, you have my an excuse. They changed the way they did it in a confusing manner. <laughs> Yet everybody else got it except for Davis. <laughs> that's not even true, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it is Look, true. Buddy, buddy, David. Here's the thing. You can tell it's a bear market when my Roto Grinders work log time cards are getting turned in on time. That's all I got to say. All right. Davis, Davis, are we going to do this trip? Oh, to, to Tampa Bay this weekend? I don't. Laird I don't, invited I don't, us to go to the Tampa Bay game. On if you guys awesome. do, let me know. I'll come hang. I live in St. I, I didn't mean I to have, say that. I, I have some real life stuff that I got to I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to work which is I, which is brutal. Take Corrine um, on the private jet. Yeah. Yeah, get the PJ, PJ Pat fly us Why down. is Laird yeah, not going to Oh, is he on the Bucks roster? Come he's on. on practice yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's on he's uh Leonard Fernandez's co-worker. And Kishon um, Vaughn. Nick in the chat by the way pointing out I could buy a better pickleball paddle. And I actually do think I will buy that. So, oh, yeah. You could start your thing. own pickleball line. <laughs> uh, there's been be suggestions by a pickleball team. Pickleball Pat. Uh, word on the street is that the Super Bowl party is going to have a pickleball uh, tournament. That's why I'm not going. <laughs> now I know why I declined. <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the new, not the infant, but the. Uh, the infant's the, not even the reason he's not going, bro. What is it for? Would it be in Arizona, brah? He's, he's going to the Super Bowl. Who's paying for this? Well, all the people's rake on underdogfantasy.com. Oh, my gosh. Are you staying in, like, the Super Bowl house? I don't know about any of this. Yeah, it, but it was your idea to kind of have a collection of fantasy influencers all in one house. Yeah, a BFS guy. They 100%. are giving you credit for that. Right, so you, so you, have to, uh, you have to be in the same house as, as uh, Jack Settlement? Unfortunately, well, he's breaking news. Anybody, anybody else of note in that house? You know what? I have a you, details have been hard to come by. I know Rudman is going to be there. You know, we'll do a yeah. few cold plunges. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, no way. BBM no three. way. I didn't really get no that. No way. Rudman is hard enough to be doing cold plunges in on, on vacation. Tell him. Rud, I want him to know I said that. All right. <laughs> I want matching uh, finger toe shoes with you. I want, I want, I want to, David, can, can we do something this year? Will you vow to do a cold plunge? Sure. When have I ever shot away from doing what it takes to get this show to the mass? What about the swole cast? We all do like a polar plunge where we all run into some lake in the middle of the winter. Let's do a ski trip. You're saying let's, uh, Chess, <laughs> Liam. Well, yeah. well, with guests, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so I fixed the mic difference between Davis. Yeah, I did you do for the show. And, and you watch every week. I appreciate you. Um, Hang on. Not every week. Yeah. Can I just, Davis, do you have this happen? 
recurring invites recurring, for head-to-heads. Recurring head-to-heads. It, here's the what thing. did these People, assholes do? They clicked They clicked the wrong button when they sent you an invite where it says, like, make this contest recurring. It I is auto-checked. About, I will yeah. say, when I sent my head-to-head to Pete, uh, you had to uncheck the recurring. Should I, I just I play... pick off all these idiots? <laughs> Are they well, allowed to withdraw? They, it'll Peter. It'll be it'll be one of two if you accept. They they won't be oh. in it automatically, I believe. All right, I thought this. Is but but honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you're if you're being a true EV hound and we want to catch up with Karain, the EV of accepting all those and they do have a dead lineup or a not a reserved lineup in there is good enough to accept. Okay, Davis, you don't know that's so thin. It is so thin that they're gonna that they have a buddy reserved buddy. lineup. The odds higher than higher than zero of them having a dead lineup or them forgetting about it until after the slate locks. Non-zero I have to play a little cash games. on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> the return of the cash game being wild card weekend. All right. Uh, special thanks to Liam and Pat for being on the show. Um, Davis and and Peter, good to be back with uh, with you guys as well this week. We will be on – I mean, we're going to keep on going through the playoffs. We'll probably take a little bit of time off after football uh, ends, and then we're back We're back right there. We didn't get to 5 – we didn't get to 5K. We didn't get to 10K, but um, it's okay. It's just a constant evolving process, just like my mitten teams. So with that being said – We'll see you later next time on the Swole Cast and RotoGrunners.com. Peace.